Are you tired of nodding along at parties to conversations you really don't understand? Make it make sense with the KYW News Radio in depth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. So, Sabrina, I know you live in the city. How's grocery shopping been lately without, you know, the availability of plastic bags? It's no problem for me, Jay. I've been using reusable bags for a while now. I started getting into the habit long before this plastic bag ban took effect. So it's really habit for me when I take my grocery list, I take my bags, and I get in the car and go. But I know it's been a tougher adjustment for some other people. It has been a little bit annoying at times. Some of us, myself included, might forget <laughs> to occasionally keep the bag on me when you get in the car and go to supermarket, go to go to Target, whatever store you want to go to. I will tell you it's a little bit difficult when I'm just spontaneously stopping by a store on my way home from work or something and I'm walking and then I have to get the paper bag from the store that doesn't have the handles and I have to carry the groceries and, <laughs> you know, once or twice that's been a little bit annoying. You get that lightning bolt of, oh, Oh, God, I I forgot I have to actually have bags for this. Well, the city's been getting used to this plastic bag ban for nine months. And now across the river in New Jersey, they're going to have to get used to it because their retailers are no longer going to be giving out single use bags of any kind. That starts today. We'll talk about that today. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. And we'll have everything you need to know about that bag ban in the state of New Jersey. Plus, check out how things are going here in the city of Philadelphia as well. But yesterday... We talked about how that draft decision from the Supreme Court that was leaked that implied that the conservative majority on that court will overturn Roe versus Wade. It naturally prompted an outcry from abortion rights advocates across the country, including a huge protest that happened last night in the city of Philadelphia. KYW's Nina Barati was there on Market Street. just something that's been a conversation my entire life, even though I'm only 22 years old, and this was something that was settled way back before I was even a thought. That's Skylar Goodman from Philadelphia, who joined hundreds of other protesters in Center City. Here we are still talking about it, and now it's it went from a conversation, it's, it's real. Now, of course, there are plenty of people who do support overturning Roe v. Wade. They're not out rallying in the streets right now, understandably. So there's a lot of conversation happening on both sides of this. And we're going to continue, as we discussed yesterday, to see how this contentious issue plays out as the 2022 election approaches here in Pennsylvania. Because yesterday we did hear from a lot of the different figures that are going to factor in to the election, including Attorney General Josh Shapiro, who's running unopposed for the Democratic nomination for governor here in Pennsylvania, as well as current Governor Tom Wolf, who said as long as he's in office, he will continue to fight for women's reproductive rights and fight to continue to keep abortion legal here in the Commonwealth. And of course, we'll continue to keep you updated on this as this goes on, because this is a subject that's not going anywhere anytime soon. Now, did you hear about the bear? The bear that was (laughs) on the loose in Delaware County yesterday. I did. You know, I I come from a home where we had woods right in our backyard. And like, it doesn't seem that mind blowing to hear about a bear. But I guess when you're talking like the suburbs wandering through people's yards. Yeah, that that could be a little bit striking. It could be a little unnerving to have a bear just suddenly pull up in your backyard (laughs) on a on a Tuesday morning. But they caught him. In a tree, I mean, where else would they catch a bear, apparently? In a tree, (laughs) in a residential yard in Clifton Heights. Now, KWW's Tim Jimenez was on the bear watch overnight. (laughs) 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 
we have a tornado watch, we have flood watch, we have severe thunderstorm watch, and now yes, we have bear watch. We have a bear watch, and KYW's Timmy Menez was on it when that bear was tracked down. Clifton Heights cops, firefighters, and Pennsylvania game wardens rushed over to this yard right by an apartment building on West Baltimore Pike and Church Street. It was midnight, and the bear crews have been looking for was here. Adriana lives in the apartment. I came out, and they were basically calling its name. Wait, the bear had a name? Boo Boo no. Yogi. <laughs> a yogi a lot. Um, but yeah, he was just up there chilling. And it didn't look like he had any picnic baskets with him. I think the bear was more scared than anything, yeah. so he wasn't trying to hurt nobody. Now that last voice was Adriana's boyfriend, Joshua Switz. By the way, the bear's name is Chauncey, thank you very much. And he was <laughs> tranquilized to get him out of that tree. And officials say he'll be released in a less populated area to make sure that he doesn't run aground of any homes, any kids, any pets, and also to make sure that the bear stays safe as well. Right, I mean, that makes sense. The bear wasn't like... Angry, he was just scared and confused that he was in this environment that he's not used to. He just wandered into the yard. So hopefully he'll be returned to a a better home where he can roam free. Now in a minute, we'll hear how New Jersey is adapting to the new single-use bag ban that just went into effect today. KYW South Jersey reporter Mike Doherty will join us with the myriad of ways you can get those groceries into your car now. And we'll also (laughs) hear from City Hall Bureau Chief Pat Loeb on how the ban has been going here in the city of Philadelphia. That's all coming up after this break. I'm Jay. I'm Sabrina. And New Jersey's ban on single-use plastic bags has officially gone into effect today, May 4th. Now, are stores and the people of New Jersey actually prepared for this? Well, to get that answer, we welcome in, into studio, by the way, Mike Doherty, our South Jersey reporter who was out this morning seeing how it's going at a few stores. So, Mike, simple question. What's it looking like out there? About 50-50 of people who have their bags ready to go going into the store and people who either didn't bring any or have no idea what the heck is happening. (laughs) Now, I know that Wawa, for example, is handing out reusable bags today to kind of help people get started on this sort of thing. But remind us how we got here. How did New Jersey decide to enact this ban? Was there some sort of vote? What was what was the deal with this? Yeah, so this went through the legislature. It passed. It was a bill and the governor signed it. And then once the governor signed it, the DEP is then responsible for sort of the, the implementation and drafting up some of the rules and getting it out there. So this was a bill that went through the legislature. It wasn't something that the people actually voted on. Is that right? No, this was not up for a vote like the marijuana legislation. Gotcha. That was a specific ballot measure. This this was not the case. So then how are people feeling about it? What did people tell you at the stores this morning? The the general consensus is this is a pain in the butt, but it's necessary. I, look, I, I don't have any plans right now. I'm probably going to have to grab stuff and put it in my hands. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's tough, but I understand it. Compared to everything we've been dealing with the last couple of years, you know, this little bit of inconvenience, we you know, definitely get through it. It's all right. No, I think we'll all get adjusted to it. I think it's a great idea. We see bags everywhere. I mean, they're they're just ubiquitous. They're blowing around in the wind. Um, I myself should have done something sooner, but here I am today. When I take out the kitchen trash, I put the bags back in the car. Debbie, so you said you're from Philadelphia, so you're used to this. I am. I am. So I got used to the bag ban uh, when I moved there uh, in December. I have them by the front door. All right, I have a space by the front door with tons of bags, and I'm just in the habit. It took a while, but I, you know, but I managed to figure out that you always have to have a bag. You're going to find plenty of people who don't like it, don't think it's a good idea, but most, for the most part, 
even somewhat conservative people are saying like, yeah, the bags are all over the place. We need to figure something else out. And that's, it's fine if I have to bring a bag or buy one at the store. It's not a huge burden. Now you do bring up that point that people will now have to bring reusable bags. What happens if they forget to bring one? What kind of bags can actually be brought into a store? Well, that's the thing. So it's, I want to make sure that we emphasize that you don't have to do anything. There's no requirement of you having to do something. The store cannot give you the bags. You can use whatever the heck you want, Jay. If you want to go in there and buy yourself a giant flower pot because you want to plant some flowers when you get home, you could put all your stuff in that flower pot. You're good to go. You want to bring in a cardboard box. You want to bring in a duffel bag, a large purse, a backpack. Yeah, I was going to say backpacks Anything or will work. It doesn't matter. It, I saw a guy this morning. He didn't use anything. He just pushed the cart up to his pickup and loaded everything in the back of the pickup and went on his way. And I was like, that's not how I would do it. <laughs> but do your thing, man. I've, I've, I've had issues of occasionally stuff getting out of bags, and I don't know if I'd want to just have things just bumping and banging around in the it, back of a car. It didn't but... look like he had, you know, packs of chicken breast and eggs and stuff in that <laughs> grocery run. I saw some bottles of water and some cereal and things like that, so he figured it was no big deal. He figured it was worth the risk. Now, if some, and, and if someone doesn't want to buy a reusable bag, for example, are they allowed to get paper bags? Because you know the phrase paper or plastic. At grocery stores, it's neither paper nor plastic. They can't ask you that question anymore. That question is outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> you can get paper at Kohl's or Home Depot. Yeah. They, they'll still be able to provide you paper bags. Um, the, the whole reasoning behind this was getting it out of the grocery stores because the amount of volume of paper bags that they would be going through, it would just sort of replace the plastic bags. And the argument that I've heard in, in favor of this and what the DEP told us was the, the manufacturing process for paper bags isn't exactly the most green and environmentally friendly. So it would just be sort of taking from here and adding to there. It, it's a, sort of a zero sum type of, type of proposition there. So they wanted to eliminate the bags in general at the grocery stores. It's not as much of a problem at Kohl's where you have someone going in there to buy a pair of jeans or whatever. They're going to give you a paper bag. But you can buy reusable bags at most stores, right? But they're, they'll just charge you a fee, which kind of ranges. Yeah. So I, I, one of my stories from last week was I went out and I hit, I think, eight different sort of chain stores, everything from Walmart and Whole Foods to Aldi. And the prices range, as you might expect, the Whole Foods bags are going to be more expensive because <laughs> everything at Whole Foods is more expensive, it seems. But at Aldi, the bags were a uh, dollar or two for a larger one. At Walmart, the bags were either, they had a few options from 50 cents up into $1.50. Some of the sizing is, you know, important there. Uh, ShopRite, a dollar. Target, about a dollar. You know, most, most of the places you'll be able to find something between a buck or two. And it's not just for people who are actually running to the grocery store. There's also people who use things like Instacart. What yeah. are they doing about bags? Because, you know... They kind of can't just be given out their own personal reusable bags, I'm guessing. It's funny you ask this. We just had the same thing come up this morning with my wife. So we are sort of grocery delivery people. We're two work-from-home people who don't mind the grocery store. But, man, it's so much easier when they just drop it off on your porch. Oh, yeah. And so she had a Target order this morning, and she said that the the lady from Ship It paid out of her own pocket to buy the reusable bags that my wife needed. Oh, and I said, well, this isn't really a sustainable situation. And she said, yeah, you know, I, I went outside and I gave her three bucks to cover the bags that she paid for. But we don't know exactly what all these stores are going to do yet. 
they haven't been hmm. super chatty about it. I've been asking. I sort of stopped asking because no one's getting back to me. <laughs> but I started off April trying to get sort of a, a rundown from every different store about what their plan is for delivery. And, man, nobody even wanted to return my calls or my emails. So that just le leads hmm. me to believe that they don't have this all figured out yet. And there's going to be some messiness to this as it moves forward and gets figured out. It seems as though most places are going to just pass along that charge onto the customer. You know, if you have to, if Walmart delivery, you need four bags, they're just going to charge you the 50 cents a piece for those four bags. And this is the strictest ban in the country. And it doesn't just deal with supermarkets because also restaurants are involved in this thing too. They have the styrofoam takeout containers. Those are gone too, from what I understand. Outlawed, Jay. Those are outlawed, man. Out of here. Out of here. You can't even buy them in the store anymore. You couldn't. You couldn't go to, you know, Walmart and buy yourself a pack of, you know, styrofoam cups because you're, you know, I go to soccer games when I and I bring the jug of Dunkin' Donuts every once in a while. You couldn't bring. You're a good man for doing that. You by couldn't the way. bring the co You couldn't bring those coffee cups. Because they can't buy them anymore. What about wow. the red solo cups? Are those safe? No, those are good. Okay. Those are still those are still okay. Those are not styrofoam. But you need the styrofoam if you're having a hot drink. So not you anymore. Just, you just have to they get have your to own reusable mug. Come up with another solution. Yeah, some of these have you know, you can find like Wawa has the sleeves. Mm. So you can put a paper cup in a sleeve. I talked to an ice cream place. They sell all their cups yeah. in the styrofoam yeah. cups. They're gonna have to start doing paper. Paper doesn't hold temperature quite as well so you know there's going to be a little adjustment here and there but nothing major and it's not going to be any major issues where people are going to be outraged by this i don't think it's just if you want to stay in business you got to find something different unfortunately that seems to be the price of doing business these days mike you live in south jersey overall just not even being the reporter on this just as someone who lives in south jersey yeah. how are you feeling about this right now so i'll tell you right now i am a very forgetful man <laughs> and I started last week like a soft opening with the bag thing. So I go to the store and I'm going to bring my own. I'm going to start a week early. I'm going to figure this out. I'm gonna, I got this. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. I can't remember to bring the, the bags after I unload them back to the car. So then I go to the store and I have to buy another one. And now I have 48 bags at home. And so I did. I don't as much now because I'm not near one. But I, I used to do a decent amount of shopping at Costco and they don't do bags there. You bring the cart out and you just load everything into your car. And so I think that's going to be sort of what I end up doing in certain situations or I might, I'm thinking out loud now, I don't even know. I might put like a, uh, like a big Tupperware bin in the back of my SUV. And so when I get out of the grocery store, I'll go from the cart and I'll just load everything into that Tupperware and hopefully I can remember to bring that back in the house. I don't know, man. I'm, probably, I'm figuring this out as we go along. That's actually not a bad idea now that I think about it. You put one of those tubs back there. You can fill it up. You put a top on it so it doesn't go bouncing all over the place. That actually is not a bad idea. Then you get home, you unload it, and then you just got to bring it back you to the car. got to get it back in the car, which is the one. That's, all, that's always the one part of it. I'm going to give a personal recommendation, especially if you get grocery deliveries a lot. Fresh Direct, I believe, will give you bags. And they don't charge any extra for it. It's just part of their part of their thing. And they are like huge bags. And those are the ones that we bring to the grocery store oh. in Philly now. So you only need like one or two bags and you load up for the week and you're good. But you still have to remember to put them in your car if you're going to a store. Well, that's the one good thing about these reusable bags is a lot of times they're so much bigger. And you can turn four or five 
of those, you know, Walmart bags that everything rips through. You can't even put a yep. gallon of milk in there without like, oh crap, is this gonna is this gonna bust on me on my way to the door? And I'm like the king of one trip grocery <laughs> shopping. Like you got I will, to. I will load up both arms like I am the man of the house. And like come sauntering in with like twelve bags on my arms. Now it's gonna be like three. And that my friends, is Mike Doherty, our South Jersey reporter, breaking down the bag issue in the state of New Jersey. Mike, thank you so much for coming in studio with us and joining us this time. It's good, to, it's good to see you, man. Now, Mike just laid out what's going on in New Jersey, but the city of Philadelphia has been slowly rolling out the plastic bag ban since last July, and enforcement just went into effect at the end of March. So, for the Philadelphia end of things, we welcome into studio our City Hall Bureau Chief, Pat Loeb. Pat, good to have you back in studio with us. Hi, Jay. Good to be here. So, do you think that this nine-month rollout has worked for the city? Are people in stores, like, adjusted to not having plastic bags at this point? Yes, I do. Uh, I remember I went out the the very first, July 1st, which was the first day that stores had a post sign st- saying uh, we're doing away with single-use plastic bags, and people were really unprepared. Uh, there were stores that had big stockpiles of plastic bags, and uh, they were the, not intending to throw them out. You know, they were going to use them up, and so this gave them a really nice long runway to do that. And uh, from what I can tell at this point, uh, the shopping that I do, they're gone. I don't see them around in Philadelphia at all. Now, one thing that we, a point that we brought up with Mike was that in New Jersey, there's nothing, no plastic bags, no paper bags. They're getting styrofoam off the shelves. All that's out of here. The city of Philadelphia does allow the use of paper bags and a bill that was proposed to start charging customers 15 cents for those bags has come up. What's going on with that bill? Well, the bill sponsors, Councilman Mark Squilla, wanted to include a fee for an alternative bag from the beginning of this bill. This is back in 2019 when he first proposed this. The bill that he introduced had a 15 cent fee for alternative bags in it. And there was a feeling in council, you know, council is very progressive, very representative of its impoverished residents, and it's a very high poverty rate. So it's good that they have that representation. And uh, there was just a feeling that, no, we cannot charge people. If you're already struggling to buy your groceries, we're not going to add 15 cents per bag onto that burden on you. Um, Let's just see what happens. So uh, the councilman agreed, okay, take out the fee. But he built in uh, the provision that the goal is to reduce single-use bags by 80%. And so from the day it went into effect last month, um, he has been doing research on how, what percentage less uh, single-use bags stores are giving out. And if it doesn't hit 80%, the bill allows this provision to start charging a fee. And so he's already introduced the bill. It'll get a hearing in committee that 15 cents, maybe 10 cents. There, I'm sure there will be discussion and compromise, testimony for and against. Uh, but at some point, I would predict that there will be a fee at checkout if you want this store to give you a bag. 
Now, Pat, to be clear, does this mean that stores are not supposed to charge you for paper bags right now? Because I can tell you, I won't say where and I won't throw them under the bus, but the regular acne that I go to charged me 10 cents for paper bags. Well, because they sold that to you and that's part of their retail plan that was a a product that they had available for you because you didn't bring Mm. your own bag. So yes, stores were allowed to charge you. Now they will have to charge you. So Pat, is the city council considering any other change to the rules of this bag ban now that we've had nine months to kind of sort this sort of thing through? Yes. Uh, Councilman Squilla also introduced an amendment to his original bill that will clarify that no plastic bags are to be provided. And the original bill to define single-use plastic had put in a certain weight of extruded plastic that to define, to just make it clear what a single-use plastic bag was. And people had used that definition to give away thicker plastic bags. And they said, well, the the bill didn't address these thicker plastic bags. <laughs> so now that's just a loophole that he's closing to say there's no plastic bag can be provided at a retailer. Putting aside all the potential changes for this, do you think the city presented kind of a preview of how things are going to go in New Jersey? Or is the city in a different set of circumstances as opposed to New Jersey? No, I think the city is very much going to be a leader on this. Um, I predict that not only will New Jersey be watching what the city did and how it worked, but I think the surrounding Pennsylvania suburbs will too, and even northern Delaware. I think that plastic bag bans, single-use plastic bag bans, are the way of the future. And you mentioned the suburbs. As of now, there are no plastic bag bans. So if you are really jonesing for a plastic bag, you can go out <laughs> to one of the Philly suburbs or go down into Delaware if that... Start saving yeah, them because are... <laughs> they might go away soon. <laughs> there are a couple boroughs that have adopted plastic bag bans. But yeah, by and large, you can get them anywhere you want in the suburbs. Pat Lowe, thank you so much for coming in, coming in studio with us and giving us the Philadelphia side of things when it comes to the ban on plastic bags. Always a pleasure, Jay. And one more thing here. We want to take a second to acknowledge a veteran voice on KYW News Radio, our friend Jeff Ash, who is retiring. Tonight is his last show after 24 years here at KYW News Radio. I was in college when Jeff started here. I know he'll appreciate hearing that. <laughs> and Jeff is not just simply a great voice here on KYW News Radio. He also does public address announcing for the Eagles, as well as teaching at Montgomery County Community College. He'll be keeping those gigs, but we won't be hearing him anymore on the air, unfortunately, for all of us here at KYW News Radio. Jeff, when I first got here three years ago, was one of the first people to welcome me in and help me out and get me acclimated to the place. He's always a good dude. We hate seeing him go, but nothing is better than going out on your own terms and going into retirement. Yeah, we'll miss Jeff on the air, in the newsroom, you know, such a great guy. And this is really cool. He's going out tonight with his son, David Ash, on the editing shift for his final shift. So it's like literally passing the baton and David Ash is going to, you know, take over. That's a, it's a big name to live up to, but I'm sure he can do it. <laughs> and, and David, great kid, and he's going to carry on the legacy real well here at KYW News Radio. Jeff, again, Thank you very much for 24 years, dude. And thank you for being so cool to to me and to everybody here at KYW News Radio. 
That's all for this Wednesday. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. And tomorrow is Temple University's graduation day. And we'll speak with Gianni Quattrochi. He's the president of Temple University Student Government about how Temple students are feeling after certain safety issues they've had this year, plus just going through college in the midst of a pandemic. We'll have all that for you on Thursday. Thanks for listening today. Have a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow.